Hey, this is Sunny Knight. You're listening to Crosstalk with Steph Swig and Big Pudge, where the talk is real and raw. Keep it locked. Hey, this is Erica Combo, and you're listening to Crosstalk Radio with Big Pudge and Steph Swig, where the talk is real and raw. talk about stuff people don't want to talk about nowadays. I want to dress the up as a room. I want to be thought-provoking, open-minded. We got fans from Japan always to the Netherlands. Yeah, we got fans from Japan always to the Netherlands. Yeah, we got fans from Japan always to the Netherlands. We got fans with Japan, always to the hey, Netherlands. We coming through like it's season two. Hit you with the cross talk, yeah, you know how we do. How we do. Changing the world one show at a time. We the salt of the earth, bringing light to your mind. Universal conversations. We appreciate the love we got back from every nation. Really, it's an honor that y'all listen to us. Cause big budget steps, we will give it to you. Transparency, spiritually, life lessons, and politics, the ultimate greed. What I'm saying ain't no boundaries When we at this table bringing awareness to the things we see So rest yourself and enjoy the show You're guaranteed to be intrigued by this cross-off radio Oh, oh, yeah We got fans from Japan, always to the Netherlands Yeah, we got fans from Japan, always to the Netherlands Yeah, we got fans from Japan, always to the Netherlands we got fans from Japan, over to the Netherlands. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we're watching your podcast, the favorite podcast. This is your man, Steph Swig. And this is your man, Big Purge. Thank come you, on, thank come you, on, thank you. Come on, come bring on, let's through, go, bring let's, it go through. let's go. We love you, we appreciate you. <laughs> we got you. Yeah, we back and back and back and back and back again. One more game. Another special episode. A big bang, for everybody who didn't show last episode, go back and check that out. It's called Respect These Nuts. Respect These Nuts. Respect yeah. them big. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to know what we talk about, you got to listen to the episode. Cause, you listen to the podcast. Because my son's like, why did you call that? Like, yo, you got to listen to the episode. So yeah. you got to listen to it. So anyway, we got very, no special episode. So special that Pudge don't even know what the heck we're talking about today. I, I don't I, know. I thought I did. <laughs> I don't know what the heck we're talking about today. So we have four topics we're going to do. And you know how we do. We like to do stuff off the cuff sometimes at Crosstalk. So we're going to do President Notice until just now. What we're going to do, we got a cup here. All four topics that Pudge suggested are in this cup. And we're going to pull the topic, and then we're going to go off the cup. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is how we do it. This is how we do it. So I'm, I'm choosing, let me mix it around a little bit. Yeah. We should have went live with this one so people could have seen me mixing a couple of rounds. Since this one fell out. They can hear it. This one. Okay, you feel to hear that? <laughs> yeah. What are we talking uh, about, bud? What does that say? That's the... <laughs> that's, is that, is that the first it's one? It's called Lip Noodle Dick. Uh, Lip Noodle Dick Over 40. Okay. So, Why is that the first one? That, of course, that would be the first one. But That's look, but I didn't even. I know that would be the first. That so, was the Lord. <laughs> yeah, it probably was. So here's the thing: <laughs> we are a highly interactive show. For those who don't know, those who do know, you already know how it is. So a lot of times we go with topics. Sometimes we go to our crosstalks and we ask them what we think, what they think we should cover. Mm-hmm. So this topic right here is one that our fans said we should cover, and I didn't really want to do it. 
But the more I listen to Pudge's uh, little video he, he put on TikTok and, and a few other conversations I've heard or com comments based on that, like, yo, it's, it's something we do need to talk about. Right, right. You know, I would tell you right offhand. Well, I didn't well, no, to... wait, wait, wait. Before you go into that, everybody doesn't know what Limp Noodle yeah. in Over 40. So explain to them what we're even talking about. Limp Noodle Over 40 is slang for limp dick or impotence. Which means man who can't get erect. After your man don't. Your man don't, don't get, work. Don't get hard. Your man got stand up strong issues. Yep. And so actually, we could probably just hit play and put a bunch of TikTok video and, and be done with that. So I was like, nah. You know, I was like, I didn't want to talk about that, man. I like, didn't either, but it's a fair point because I actually have friends where, not even fr friends or women that I have literally talked. Okay, so women, tell me if I'm lying. Older women mainly. Um, I have have met men. In their 40s, 50s. Mm -hmm. uh, I even go as far as saying like mid-30s, 35, okay. 35 right. and, and up. Mm -hmm. um, who have what I said earlier, stand-up strong issues, meaning they um they mans don't work correctly. Like having, uh, like like getting hard, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying, and like, like staying strong. So yeah. um, I, a friend of mine was like, this is an issue. And this is an issue that a lot of women come into with older men. Yeah. So her her thing was she wanted to know like how can you like, can you talk to the men on how to prevent them from having that you know issue when they get older. All right. So, but you have some good advice on that. I heard it earlier. Um, so what I would suggest if I'm more like the immediate solution kind of guy in this mm -hmm. one. So I suggested, you know, of course, like, well, they got medication for it. They got Viagra for that. Mm -hmm. And then Pudge was sharing with he with me that his friend was like, well, that kills the spontaneity of. Sex life, you have to prepare for. Like, if you want to jump on it right then and there, yeah, he got to go take a pill, and then thirty minutes later, it might kick in, might not kick in, right, you know. Right. So that's the issue too. So it's not, you know, Viagra helps, I'm sure, mm -hmm. but it's just like a kind of a weird scenario. Like, you know, because if you if you're due dating and you think you're gonna get some, <laughs> you take it, and then you don't, you don't, and the, and the pill kick in, and you walking around hard the whole time. <laughs> like, you know, I thought it's what we was doing. It's embarrassing, you know. It's not funny. But then yeah, on the other side of things, things heat up. Y'all on the couch, y'all kissing, whatever. Mm -hmm. Things heat up. Shirts come off. Things happen. Right. You're like, well, give me one second. Right. And then you go to the bathroom, you take a pill, and then you got to give like a pep talk. Yeah. Come on, come on, come on, man. Come on, big guy. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Let's get in the game. Let's get in the game. Come on, big guy. And then 30, 30 minutes later, the mood might not be the same. Because women can lose the mood yeah. very quickly. So it's like, it's kind of like one of those things. It's better to prevent it. Then I have to uh, deal with it later. Right. But at the end of the day, I'm not sure. I mean, yeah, it's things you can do prevent it, but sometimes I think I think some of it does come with age as well. I don't know. I know people in their 50s and 60s who still have a, no problem. Right. You know, it's weird that I even know that, but I do know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and some people, I don't, you know, that's not some guys we talk about. Like, yo, man, I can't get up from my... Well, see, see, my thing, I have, well, my circle is extremely small, and me and my homies, we've been friends 30-some yeah. years, so... Ain't nothing we won't talk about. Gotcha. That you makes know what I'm saying? So, okay, so first, let me go back. So first, in my experience in talking to people, I'm not a professor. I'm not a doctor. Um, I ain't doing a real deep, hardcore study. Just with people I've talked to extensively about this, what I'm learning is that men, when they're younger, preferably teenager or uh, just young, period, uh, doing a lot of hoeing when you're young and doing a lot of drugs when you're young, mm -hmm. um, like hard drugs when you're young, uh, can affect how your man works when you get older. Now, of course, when you're younger, you're not thinking about that. Of course not. <clears throat> but when you get older, finally settle down, you you left that life 20, I'll go 20-something years ago, now you done found 
the person you're going to spend the rest of your life with. And now you have these issues yeah. where you can't really get strong. So, you know, there are women out here who want who want men to understand that you can have all the fun in the world doing all those type of drugs. But, okay, so let's just be honest. Folks who toot powder. Toot powder means snorting cocaine. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> there ain't a woman I'd admit that had been with a man when he when he snort cocaine, he his, his man go numb. It goes numb. Numb, like like he'll like he'll be he'll be halfway hard, you know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and, and, and what, what, what women call it soggy dick. Yeah, <laughs> they yeah. call it a soggy dick. You know what I'm yeah. saying? <clears throat> so, cocaine is a direct bad result on your man's not working correctly. And, and it don't take age at the time. Like, you just do a lot of cocaine, that's just going to start happening. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, I know a lot of people, when they drink, you know, men, like, preferably get, like, real hard and whatnot. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know if alcohol does something to you in the long run. Yeah. I just know, mm-hmm. like, overusing. And, and then by having a, a dump truckload of sex, like, while you're young, like, <clears throat> you exerting a lot of energy and um, testosterone and whatnot mm-hmm. you putting out that... um. I'm not saying you overexerting or whatnot, but but you uh, like there's a dude at my job right now, man, 35, man. Tell you, man, he give go, he give woman a good eight minute, eight nine minutes. That's all she gonna get. 35 years old. Wow. So he's he, a hoe back in the day. Yeah, a strong hoe back in the day. You know what I'm saying? He said right now, he said he knows his limit. He ain't, and you gonna get a good eight nine minutes. That's 35 years old. That's bad. that's ridiculous. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He ain't ashamed. He'll tell anybody in a minute. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's one of the things that that's just who he is, but. Mm-hmm. That's embarrassing to me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like because my thing is, I'm, I'm, I'm always feel like if my woman is Inadequate. always complaining, yeah, she's always complaining that that's not enough, I'm going to definitely feel like I'm not pleasing her fully. And then it's going to be the question of, are you going to step out eventually and go get you some? Because yeah. I'm not, you know what I'm saying, fulfilling, you know what I'm saying, the mm-hmm. whole entire need. So those are the things that I know that, you know what I'm saying, women have told me their issues and, you know, I don't know a couple of brothers personally, but I know some I know some homies that have other homies where they going through them issues right now. Like they fully married, you know what I'm saying? Or mm-hmm. some of them got longtime girlfriends and you know, I salute these women because, you know, they holding on and hanging on, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, it's because they did a lot of hoeing back in the day or they did a lot of hoeing and drugs back mm-hmm. in the day. A combination of both. So those <laughs> are the things that I know that are, you know what I'm saying, the cause you know, men to have, you know, saying them issues when you get younger. Now, the one thing I can say, and I said it in my little TikTok video, people, sea moss. Oh my goodness. It works wonders. It it truly this it's not one it's not a gimmick at all. If you <clears throat> and I don't know about men that's already having these issues. I don't know how I can help them now, but I know taking sea moss now, man, when you get when I mean literally it it preserves up for black men. It, it helps that prostate, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. your prostate, you know, especially when you before you get to 40 and all that other stuff. It helps in so many ways, but the CMOS is one great way to um, prevent anything like that from happening, especially if you started off doing, if you're young, like in your 20s, early 30s, and you were doing all that, you know what I'm saying, like, but you done checked out, man, jump on some CMOS right now. That would hmm. be great. Gotcha. Another fact that we can, we can add, it's not not always a medical thing. It's not always... I'm sure the drugs, yes. A lot of sex at a very young age, too much sex, mm-hmm. yes. It's another fact that, as well, um, I don't know if it's just younger men, older men, however, but stress. 
stress oh. can do it. It's weird it's a catch-22 because stress can do that, but also sex is a stress reliever, so it's kind of a catch-22. Right. So it's like if it's something I like... I think about that. Yeah, so something's weighing them down. Mm-hmm. Now, my point is, if you're in a relationship and things were happening, dude was getting hard, no problem, mm-hmm. and then shortly after that, things ain't happening like they're supposed to, he's not getting hard as he's supposed to, it might be stress. Might be something on his mind weighing him down. Mm-hmm. So I didn't think about that. So you just might want to look into that as well. That's just another additional tidbit but right, yeah. i say more than likely it's probably the drugs and drugs mm-hmm. probably the number one thing than you know holding around as a young youngin right, probably right right all right you ready do we cover yeah, that one good enough yeah that's, that's cut i think i think we did good enough with that one good moving on so now we, i'm digging this he, is me he's digging, digging, in, the me digging in the coffee cup he's unraveling that's, he's unraveling all right i'm unraveling <laughs> oh shoot okay okay what's this this one? is dope because it's like it's almost like a part two to that, and you don't know why, but I'm gonna tell you why. <laughs> okay. The top, this one was is men's insecurities. What can they be? And I think men's insecurities. What can they? That's that's broad though. It is broad, but think about it. You mentioned it earlier, like yo, if you can't please your woman, is that not gonna? <laughs> if that is that not gonna? Um, yeah, oh, yeah, that, that, that's yeah, definitely. If okay. you can't stay up long enough to please your woman or get it up long enough, that's gonna cause an insecurity. That's true. All right, so let me ask you this. So this is the same person that that posed this question. Yeah, all these came from the same person. Okay, okay, man, insecurities. What can they? Okay, so let's. All right, so there's a lot of insecurities. Yeah, it's but, a lot of insecurities. So let me, you know me. I like to, I like to dig to like origin and stuff. So when you when you said that, first thing came to my mind is men's insecurities. What can they be? First thing that came to my mind is. If you wasn't raised with a father in your home, that's an mm. automatic insecurity. Yeah, right yeah, there. definitely. You know definitely. what I'm saying? So that can start a whole umbrella of mm-hmm. a different kinds of insecurities. Yeah. So I would say this. <clears throat> let me look, because that's the fact that that's so broad, I'm going to try to narrow it down. Origin, you ain't have both parents in the home. Mm-hmm. Part two, you never loved yourself or knew how to love yourself. Mm-hmm. Which brings forth a dump truck load of insecurities mm-hmm. because you'll get into a relationship, you'll get into a, you'll have, a, mm-hmm. you'll get a job, you'll actually start meeting friends based on other things mm-hmm. that you that you think you want, think you yeah. know, or think you actually want in your life. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, but once you feel like, once you realize this is going left, we're not going the way you want. It's like, okay, I don't really like that. But it's all narrowed down to, I don't even know what I like. I don't even really know mm-hmm. me just yet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, that's like, to me, it's, it's just like, that's just one area. I mean, that's it's a broad thing. it's a broad thing, but I think when I think of men insecurities, I always think, I don't, I think it comes, it's a lot like you said, mm-hmm. but I think the bedroom was one because men have egos. Like true. they brag on their dick size, they brag on being a pleasing that's woman. True. That's true. And it's like, if that goes... Ooh. It's it's a hard yeah. like it's to the point like if you have a conversation with a woman who's having an issue with a male in the bedroom, mm-hmm. like the way she talks to you about it, what she talks to him about it, is really really delicate. Like to keep make sure I don't want to hurt his ego, right. I don't want to make him feel any That's kind true. of way. Like, even if he's still getting hard and he's going the best he can, but she stuff is not happening for her. Yeah, it makes a man feel a certain kind of way. That's very true. So that's why that's why I said that's why I, said, that's why I felt like it tied into that. But that's it's other insecurities, yeah, of course. Yeah. But I just think about that because men's manhood that's literally your manhood. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. we call it the manhood. Yeah, the yeah, manhood. Your man, man's yeah. your manhood. So he's yeah. not doing his job. You feel you feel yeah. some kind of way, no matter what the situation is. Right. So I, I think that's that's one sexual. You said coming up without a dad. For me, I came up without a dad too. Mm-hmm. I was raised by a single mom most of my life. I had a stepfather, 
but the insecurities with me, I didn't know how to be a man. I didn't know what that looked like. So I had to wow. kind of, I'm not feminine, but I always had an insecurity that I was feminine because I was raised by women. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't, I didn't overcompensate. It's just like, I didn't know. Right. And I always felt like everybody's had, I always felt like dudes that came up with a dad, they knew they were better at male bonding because they, they knew how to bond right. with men. They knew how to do this. Right, right. I do it now, right. but I always had a little insecurity because of that because I didn't know what the other part of parenthood looked like. I knew right. what a mom looked like, but where's dad? What does dad right. look like? What does it look right. like to have a dad? Right. Like I can't call another dude dad because of insecurities because I don't know I don't know what the father and son relationship right. was like from have from me being a son to the father. Right. Now right. that father for me being a father to the son, yes, I know what that looks like. Right. Right. But the other way around, it was hard for me because because of that reason because right. I always just felt like. There's certain things I should have known, known right. and was taught by a man that only men can teach. Like right. even when you go through puberty, my mom can't tell me why my, my thing is getting right. hard or why right. you know why I'm feeling a certain what kind of way. And what yeah, they, yeah, she, yeah. she yeah. probably could, but it's really awkward. It's gonna be awkward in the moment. Yeah. yeah. So I always felt like I just didn't know enough. Mm-hmm. So when so when she had boyfriends, anything can tell me about that part of life. Right. I, I soaked you, it up. You, right. Like I got sponge, you. Like oh good, so finally yeah. so I understand. Okay, good. Right. A man's around. Okay, I got cool. You. I got you. So yeah, that's the insecurity. Yeah. Um, well, another one is is well, men being hurt. Uh, Men being hurt in relationships can bring forth insecurity, yeah, and within themselves, mm-hmm. <clears throat> especially if it's something you wasn't insecure in, but this, you know, she or he or she kept saying the same thing about you in a relationship, and now you actually questioning it mm-hmm. when it was something that you never questioned about yourself, and yeah. you was actually confident and secure in that area until you got with somebody. Mm. So now it's a whole insecurity. It's like, like, okay, so like, every man. Penis size ain't the same. Everyone's, every woman's vaginal area ain't the same. Vagina? Vagina. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Or JJ, what they call it. You know what I'm saying? Ain't the same. So it's like, um, great example. My homegirl was telling me she was like, um, uh, she she probably, she gonna listen to this episode, but they don't know who she is, so she ain't gonna, she probably gonna, I would say it anyway. So she was saying that, um, women, her preferably if she's dealing with somebody that's a smart that's a she went she's a long relationship he was a one size she got with another man after years and and, and he was a smaller size mm-hmm. so she could tell he was kind of like self-conscious about it yeah so she was delicate about it but mm-hmm. but she was like it took her a while to get used to the smaller size mm-hmm. because of what she was dealing with for so long yeah you know what I'm saying? So it's like, um, has she? I'm using that to say, has she not been delicate with him? He was uh, hella confident, but it, she could have really damaged him yeah. by like, you know what? Because you, you know we have male egos, so we're like, girl, yeah. I told that thing. Actually, uh, yeah, you, 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 yeah, you, know, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you, you, I mean, I, you, you, you did good, but you yeah. didn't tear it up. I, I can mean, tell you tried. I, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, tried, like, I mean, who I was with, who I was with before you was tearing it up. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like that could mess a whole man Hell up. Yeah. To where it's like now every woman he he going hard trying to wear that thing out because yeah. of one comment. You uh-huh. know what I'm saying? But it's an insecurity though. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But and the sad part is is it's like may not even be a permanent insecurity, but at that moment mm-hmm. I'm insecure. Yeah. So the next person I'm about to I'm about to I'm about to try this out. The next person yep. to make sure that. It was just, it ain't me. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I still I still got my, my manhood is still strong. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's just a lot. It's a lot. I'm trying to think of another one. I mean, it's a whole bunch of them, bro. It's a you bunch, but I mean, but if it's a woman asking. Mommy, oh, oh, okay. Mommy issues. Mommy issues meaning men who don't respect their mothers. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That brings forth a, uh, and, and let's just say a mom who, a mom who was kind of halfway there, which is why they don't respect their mom. 
Okay. That's a whole insecurity in who you with when you get in a relationship. Mm. You never really trust a woman when you mm. get with her because you never really you your okay. mom kept letting you down. I see. I you know see. what I'm saying? So it's like so subconscious we look for things in a woman that we see in our mom. Fair. Whether a mom is good or, or bad mom. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So you that's a whole insecurity within itself. Like I can't even I don't I, I don't respect my mom, but I'm but I love you. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm in love yeah. with you. But when I had my little spaz house and whatnot, I mean, he, he probably, he may know, he may not know, mm-hmm. but you insecure a whole lot about just even having a woman in your life. Because mm-hmm. a woman that gave birth to you was a woman who kept either coming in. Whatever she did to damage you mm-hmm. has you insecure about even being in a relationship. We could be on this topic all day. I'm just trying to, um, I'm just thinking. No, I like, said it's broad. Yeah, it is. It's broad. I mean, I want to answer it, but we can't, we're going to be hitting so hard. Right. And then we, we still got two more? Yeah, we do. Know? Well, we, we still got plenty of time. Okay, okay. But um, even with the insecurity thing with men, because the question is, Insecurities men have. What can they be? Okay, we we touched on the sexual aspect that we touched on. Mom issue. We touched on even dad issue, father I, issues. Um, I, another one is um. Since he's asking, I'm assuming it's from a relationship standpoint. So it's like okay. I just think, I so just okay. Think, so okay. Relationship standpoint. Yeah, so I feel different. like it'll be an insecurity for a man. Everything though, like like men want like we we got egos, so the egos are fragile. But it's like providing like um. If you making more money than, than me. Yeah, that could be insecurity. Mm-hmm. Or if you had a, a, a guy that was before him. Right. And he, like, say, you you know, you were a millionaire before you got with me. I'm a regular right. average Joe. Right, you right, know, right, right, that's, right. That could be an insecurity if you're not really securing yourself. Right. I don't think it would bother me that much. But a, man, a real man mm-hmm. wants to, you know, spoil his woman, provide for his woman and stuff like that. Right. I know this day and age that's not always the case. Right. You know, I've often thought about it myself because I do pride myself on being a great provider, right, taking right. care of my wife, giving her stuff that she can't give herself. So, and I always thought like, yo, I, I would love for her to make more money than me, but if she did, what am I, not what am I bringing to the table, how do I continue right. to spoil her? How do I right. continue, right. To, you know, what can I buy her now that she's able to get everything? My right. wife became a millionaire, I would be happy. Right. But like what, you know, so now, so, so I have to shift my mind and say, okay, well, I can't provide her that anymore. So what I have to do, It'd be stuff that she can't get in the words. It'd be mm-hmm. like more of like acts of service, that kind right, of thing. You know, right. that dope massage that I'm giving right. her or whatever, just giving her me. Right. But if you wrap your identity, you know, whatever you wrap your whatever I here's 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 my final answer of what men's insecurities can be. Insecurity a man's insecurity can be anything he finds his identity in. Oh, that's good. Anything. That's good. Whether it be work, whether it be his penis, whether it be being a provider, whether it be being a father, you take any of those things he finds his identity in, mm-hmm. there's the insecurity. Yeah. That's that Boom. that's a great that's a great Thank answer. You. I feel like and you done. done. <laughs> you pull. All right, pull him back in in the coffee cup. In the coffee cup. You know what I'm saying? And what do we have? Pressure on being the provider? Yeah. Yes, yeah, that's, that's Pressure on being a provider. <clears throat> Man, you want to take a whole, you, that's you, a whole book right there. Yeah. I mean, that pressure. Yes, there is pressure. And not being an adult, being a provider. That means men and women. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm not like, I mean, you know, when I say being an adult, because, you know, you can be an adult and still not be a provider. At I all. think that's a man question, though, I think. Let me double check. I don't think so. I know how I wrote it down, but I'm, I'm going to look at my notes. So did you write it down like that, or did she ask? Pre- oh, yes, she just said pressures of being a provider. Okay, so I just assume it was a man's question, but she said pressures on being providers. Yeah, okay, so yeah, pressures on pressures on being provider. I I think uh, are we naming pressures? I mean, life, yeah. um, the world, the world itself. I mean, you know, um, 
the way the, the way the world is 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 set up. You know what I'm saying? Like I mean, I think uh, I think two per, two incomes is always better than one. Uh, if one if yeah one yeah. fall, you still got another one there. Mm-hmm. And I'm you know we ain't talking relationships at all. Just two incomes being better than one. Mm-hmm. You know, but if you're a solo provider and you're providing for more than yourself, um, yeah, depending on you know. Yo, I, I, man, I don't know. It's 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 I, it's so much because I'm my brain is like because I'm saying to myself like, well, you know, my mind, my mind is like, you know, the world is set up, the world is set up for us for you to fail. So I'm talking about black folks, man. So it's like I can't I can't be broad when it comes to like America because white folks can can come out and get it just like that. So this world was created for us to fail. So coming from a black person's mindset, um. Just to provide, you know what I'm saying? The pressures of the pressures of walking outside your house and not getting mean up because of the color of your skin is already hard. You know what I'm saying? So so actually going to work every day, knowing you're working for a scandalous company or a company that don't care nothing about you and mm-hmm. still being positive, you know what I'm saying? Still doing everything you gotta do to make ends meet to provide. That's a pressure within itself, which is why which is why everybody needs Jesus in it. <laughs> hey, I agree. <laughs> For me, it's a little different. I don't. I don't feel that kind of pressure. I feel like Stack got one of them jobs. He's been there 25, 35 yeah, years, and he loves it. I love my job. He's a He's, rare person. The job is a rare job, though. The company's a rare company. Yeah. So well, I had the conversation. Lou, that's something the person the job today. They feel the same. Most people feel the same way about it. Mm-hmm. But um, not to me. The pressure divide is different. Like it's like um, it's just me. I have to speak from my perspective. I'm wide, I'm I'm a family man at heart, so I want to be able to provide my my family, as in my wife and kids, the best life possible. Mm-hmm. And they may not put pressure on me, but I feel pressure regardless. Mm-hmm. Like if things I want to do for them, I can't afford to do at the moment, or if it's a certain lifestyle I envision for them and I'm not able to do it, mm-hmm. it bothers me. Mm-hmm. Like I am, I'm, I don't like this about myself, but I am the type of person who can work myself to death to make sure they have what they need. Like I do right. work two jobs a lot of time. I have my own business and I work at the right. water company. Right, but they—I don't think they've ever made me feel that way. They—if they made me feel that way, they, they'll catch an attitude real quick. That I'll probably mm-hmm. say something. I'm busting my behind to make sure they have what they need and some of what they want. Right. But I think any man that wants to provide a certain living for his family—it's it's, it's an automatic inherited pressure anyway. You feel yeah. that way. Yeah. And then, like for me, like if I couldn't work, it, it's bothering me when I couldn't work. Like I, I've hurt myself before, and it's like. To the point where I had to stop working because I, I was hurting and it bothered right. me. Cause like, damn, oh, he's trying to make this money now. I can't make the money for my family, and it mm-hmm. bothers me. Right. I didn't even care about being hurt. I was more mad about being hurt because I couldn't work right. as opposed to actually being injured. You right. know, right, right. And I just feel that's the pressure a lot of men feel, mm-hmm. or just a parent. It doesn't have to be men. If you if you're the sole provider of your family, if man, male yeah. or female, yeah. if you're a single mom, you working two or three jobs to cover your family. Mm-hmm. My mom was that type of person, right? So that was a lot of pressure. Yeah, and then I was too young to work back then when she was working three jobs. So. Yeah. All that was on her, right? And I, I would say, I would say, I watched my parents. Uh, I watched it. I saw their pressure. I saw the pressure. You know, what I'm saying of them being providers growing up. Like um, when I was my first job. Uh, well, my second job. Um, my, we had a lot of hard times, so that's why we so close. Like, so it was. We went. It was a good amount of times. No water. No electricity. Mm. No gas, you know what I'm saying? Talking about pressure. Yeah, real pressure, you know what I'm saying? And uh, those were times where we had some of the most memorable moments still to this day. That's dope. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? But I remember 
I remember like um, I was in I was in high school. That's all I know. And I was working at McDonald's, mm-hmm. and all I know is we ain't had no gas. And I'm like 16, and I'm literally like you know what I'm saying I literally bought home like maybe 20 burgers, like fish sandwiches, like everything McDonald's was about to throw out that you night. I packed home. that. Yeah, I was yeah. doing yeah. So you know what I'm saying I can only times like that. When I would see my father, like, with his head all the way down, I ain't understand, yeah. like, the pressures of being... And then my mom, too, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I ain't understand. It was when I got older and had a family, and I, I experienced my first time, my life's going out. Yeah, it's like now I know what my father felt yeah. like. Because as a man, you feel like a failure. Yeah. You know what that's, I'm saying? That's, that's, you you like it's like no matter what nobody do to pump you up, even even your wife is is really letting you know, baby, it's it's okay. It's nothing. Mm-hmm. You still within yourself yeah, feel you like feel a failure. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, you're the, you're, you're the provider. You're the, yeah. you're the head of the house. Mm-hmm. How do we get here? You know what I'm exactly. saying? So it's like watching your parents go through that. You tell yourself you're going to make sure you do your best to not make your family go through that. Mm-hmm. So I think, well, I'm, I'm going to just say the pressure hit me young. The, the pressure to see myself what my family go through, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Now, it felt it felt real good to help my help my family, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like because it's like, you know, I love my love I love my family, so it's like anything you can do as a kid to help, you know what I'm saying? Of you course. gonna do, but you don't really understand it until you get older mm-hmm. and then you have your own family, then you realize, you know, that 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 pressure is is, is real. Then for women for single single mothers, man, I mean, I'm not saying yeah, they got it the hardest. I was they they got it the hardest. Yeah. You know, I, I w- let me say this: a single a single Pam. parent. Yeah, period. because I was a single parent for a minute, and it wasn't no joke. I, it was when I really saluted women. You know, what I'm saying mm. because they have you, you're going to definitely have more single uh, parent women than than men. Yeah, but it ain't no joke. I mean, all of the weight is on you, and if you got more than one child. Especially mm-hmm. when it comes to school, daycare, mm-hmm. you having to work, kids getting out of school a certain time, got to be picked up yeah, for daycare, sir. Man, it's it it when I it it is really not a joke at all. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, all right. So I add another scenario to it because we talked about pressures not having the money and working. Mm-hmm. It's having to work, honestly. Like like I'm like you said, I'm one of the rare people who like their job. Mm-hmm. However, I didn't always have a job I like. But no matter what, when you got a family to provide for. Your dreams are on hold. You got to work because you don't have a time to really pursue your dreams because you're too busy working at this job you don't want mm-hmm. because you need it for your family. Mm-hmm. That part's hard. Like, you got to go take, you know, I've had to go work out in the rain. I got to mm-hmm. work in cold weather. Mm-hmm. I had to work with a fever before because I'm trying to provide for my family. <clears throat> in right. those moments, I'm almost in tears. Like, dang, I hate that this is where I'm at right now. Right. But I got to. Right. And, that, and that's a pressure because if it was just me, I'm calling out. But if, it's like, if I don't work, my family don't, don't eat. eat. Yeah. I got to work. If I don't work, I don't eat. And then you got to deal with these idiots at some of the jobs that you have. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of pressure to provide regardless. Like, right. just not just... Yeah, it's just it's just pressure regardless. Right. So you you gotta work, and then the other part of it was for me. Like I, I don't even know about I don't even want to share this anymore, but I share it because I work and I'm just now to the point where I'm buying myself like nice sneakers again. Mm-hmm. Like when I was single, I didn't buy the most expensive sneakers, but I bought sneakers. Like mm-hmm. I could buy sneakers. Then when I got married and had kids. I was buying my sneakers from Texaco. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> the I ain't never did the Texaco stop. I, I, from, I didn't like, did the flea market joint yeah, plenty of times. You know like, what I'm saying? Like, those look like Nikes. I, I, I get them. 20 bucks, I get those. And I did it for a while. 
And now I'm to the point where I can bike to, to buy me some Nikes again. Yeah. I bought some dope shoes yesterday. Happy about it. Showed my kids in the pictures. Like it's a dope. See, it's a dope place to be. All right. So here's where I'm gonna segue encouragement. Let's go for people who who do exactly what Steph said and some you said earlier. And it's um now I'm working. I gotta work this job and my dreams are on hold. Mm-hmm. So that is what I know I've done. I know Steph has done it. I know millions of people have actually done that. So my encouragement is something I've learned is that when you work in that job you love or hate, don't put your dreams to the side. Like, like clench to it. That's mm-hmm. the best time to, yeah. to clutch onto your dream to get you out of that job that you can't stand yeah. or move you higher than the job that you love. You know what I'm saying? Think, so it's yeah. like it's like... Holding on to your dream instead of putting it to the side, like we did, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, will cause you to move progressively further. I think it'll encourage you and fuel yeah. you to, like, move. It's like the more you see your dream when you go to that job, the more you know you're not going to be there forever. Yeah. I look at, like, take it, let your job fund your dream until your dream can get until you can't afford funds, to work right, yeah. it. Right. Funds yourself. Funds yourself. That's dope. Mm-hmm. That's dope. That's dope. I like that. All right. We got one more, don't we? Right, yeah. or do, do you feel like we covered that one? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. That was that was the whole provider thing. Provider pressure, yeah, pressure, provider pressure. You said something. What else did you say at the end? It was two points I wanted to touch that one, but it was... Your dreams on hold, working, dealing with this crap. No, no, no. The, uh, gas the, station shoes? Gas station <laughs> shoes, yes. Gas station shoes, yes. So I understand that because it's, we have so much in common stuff. It's crazy we don't talk about stuff. Yeah. So two, two years, last year, last year was the first time in my entire life I spent about close to a thousand dollars on shoes. Wow! Never, never, no, yeah, but you know, yes, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Yes, I did. See, I have to tell myself, no, no, but yes, I did. There you go. <laughs> I had to talk myself into doing it. Yeah. Because the provider in me is like, you only need two pair of shoes, bruh. Mm-hmm. But your kids need everything else. Mm-hmm. So I'm always doing for. I, I, I seldomly did for me. Yeah, and it was last year when I had the moment of, bro, you've been providing, you've been, you've been like, yeah. like, like doing a lot, a lot of stuff for everybody else, and you still got these same two raggedy ass pair of shoes you have had for almost two years now, and mm. one good pair, mm. you know what I'm saying? And then I had a whole moment where it's like, bro, you only get one set of feet, you for you past forty, yeah, you need to start taking care of your actual feet, like you know what I'm saying, like so. I literally it struck I struggled because I'm like I don't pay a certain dollar amount for certain type of shoes unless you massaging my feet while I'm walking. You got to be doing some extra for me to spend two hundred dollars on some shoes. You and me both. You know what I'm saying? Like if all I'm doing is put them on my feet and they looking good. Yeah, my nigga, that's not enough. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like I need I some gold trimming or something around them. You know yeah, what I'm saying? That's how I felt. Call us cheap, but we know how to save. <laughs> yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? But but my whole point my whole point to that was. I now provide for me now. Ain't never wrong with that. You know what I'm saying? Like I now provide yeah. for me. No more, no more uh, flea market sneaks, and no more yeah. Showtime shoe show. You know what I'm saying? I none of them because they them all them all defective shoes that I used to yeah. get. To, I used to live in there. Yeah. But nah, no more of them. Me either, bro. I, I, I went to the mall yesterday and bought these shoes. Yeah. And um, <laughs> he says, "I went to the, you should see your face, y'all." Yeah. The mall, the actual mall, the mall. people. No more gas station shoes. <laughs> Let me change. Let me tell you. I, I my, bought friends go, my friends going to clown you about the gas station shoes. I, I, didn't buy, I haven't bought gas station shoes in a long time, but I was at that point. <laughs> but I never was, people. I never was. <laughs> All gas station shoes are basically flea market shoes, but they sell them in the gas station. Nope. Like, that, that, that's true. 
<laughs> nah, yo, them, them gas stations all off brands. I can go to the flea market. You, you right, you right. And I can really. get some, some. I can get now. I can't say Nikes because Nikes got a code where you can type the code to find out if they real or not. Yeah. So they have the. I'm sure job. I bought some yeah. fake Nikes. But, from but any market. other brand? Yeah. Especially some Tims. They got Tims on. Okay. Locked there with you the go. There you go. Yo. Yeah. Like for real. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. yeah. And, and then, I'm not trying to be funny, y'all. No, no nugget. A lot of them shoes they got in the flea market, they be the real Jones. They just defective shoes that somebody got from the yeah. warehouse. Yeah. But Get that to yourself. I'm at a point where I had different standards for my life. You know, yeah. I have to. I'm, you know, I'm just at that point. I can't buy flea market shoes anymore. It's not a bougie thing. It, maybe it is a bougie thing, but. No, bruh. Nothing's bougie about going to an actual mall and buying real shoes, bruh. <laughs> right, Nothing bougie right, about right, it, bruh. You're right. Nothing bougie. <laughs> it's called what regular people do. It's what regular people do. <laughs> right. Regular people who, who don't have a bunch of kids do, right? Right. No. A bunch of people that. I know a bunch of people got a whole bunch of kids. I, I got homies. I think it's just a matter of just knowing to take You got to take care of yourself at times. Yeah, because so I, I got homies. Went to high school together. This dude, two of them, they shoes, they feet been fly since high school. They don't play that. They gonna do for their family, but if they gotcha. don't do something for themselves, they gonna buy them a pair of shoes. That's one. Yeah. So I mean, they have one homeboy. He literally has a room, and when you open up his room, it's wall to wall shoes. Wow. He can actually wear one shoe every day for at least eight eight months and, and not have to wear it twice and, and not have to wear it twice wow. at least eight months so yeah it's it's providing for yourself now why yeah. you're being a provider i think yeah that's a, we kind of touched that on other topics but the other shows the thing is and you're right this is where we got off balance too because you still have to pay yourself mm-hmm. and i and i used to say it before it's like look if i gotta work and i can't buy nothing for me i'm not gonna be mentally able to continue to work like right. i'm working like right. at the capacity that i work you gotta have a way. I, I'm all for that work hard, play hard type right, stuff. But you right. know, I'm working, play, my lights are on, my water's on, my gas is on, my electricity's on. Mm-hmm. You know, kids got shoes on their feet. I'm good, so I should be able to right. have enough peace to buy what the heck I want for me every now and then. Right. Not all the time to the point we we spending money out of irresponsibly, but yeah, you have to pay yourself for it. So right. anybody out there, don't go to the gas stations, don't go to the flea markets, buy yourself that watch you want to buy. Buy yourself them shoes you want to buy. Mm-hmm. Buy it. You're working for it. It still is your money. Mm-hmm. And one pair of shoes is not going to cause you to lose your house. It's, it's not. not. It's, it's not. not. No, no, wait, 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 wait. I had a, oh, thank you, Holy Ghost. Something just wrong. I literally saw a woman with a whole closet full of shoes and was amen in what you said, Steph, because they was online trying to buy another Uh-oh. pair and they don't need no more shoes. Okay, I was saying that. I was actually <laughs> saying that from a man's perspective. I was even thinking but, about the but, That was a whole, whole vision. Because women that saw a podcast, I just saw amen, oh, yeah. Steph, swing, yeah. and they hit purchase. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> man, if you already got an over an abundance, man, yeah. you know you feeling so, you already having... You already saying, man, I know I should. And that's the Holy Spirit saying, you don't need no more shoes. There you go. Thank I, you, Pudge. Thank spend, you, Holy we, Spirit. We spent a long time on shoes. That's, yeah, right? That's fine. It, it's a better Last, sport. we got we got one more question. Yep. Okay, you pull it out. So it's, it's, it's on, on you. It's on All you. Right. <laughs> All right. Men's roles in young women's lives. I love that topic. I do, too. They actually hit that one first. That, that yeah. was, that's beautiful. Man, read it again. It says men's roles in young women's lives. I love that topic because I, uh, I have mostly daughters. I mm-hmm. think I have. I, I lose count. I think I have seven, yeah, seven got, or eight. You got a lot. 
seven or eight. If y'all see me on Facebook or, or Instagram with the daddy daughter day, it's me and like a thousand other girls. These yeah, are my daughters. Yeah, all daughters. I mean, well, well you started it. Yeah. <laughs> Go. I mean. Okay. Yeah, okay, I mean, so, you got seven daughters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so, Look, I used to see his I'm, face. I'm, I'm trying to count. Okay, there's, there's Kayla, there's Tim, there's, there's Johnny. There's, I'm like, huh. Guess what? Like, you, you see it, you live it, but it still seems like a lot. Like, mm-hmm. So, yeah, honestly, I feel like men's roles in young ladies' lives are honestly to show them, for one, what a man looks like, a real man looks like, a mm-hmm. provider looks like, and basically show them what a, a, a um, their spouse should look like. Mm-hmm. How they should be treated, how they should be respected, what they should have, that kind of thing. Okay. And so that's my heart. And, and of course, it's a via providing, protected, that kind of stuff, protected from nonsense, give them, give them game of life, talk to them, you know, that kind of Let stuff. Let me ask too. you questions. Let me ask you questions. Oh, oh, question. I love Let me questions. Ask you questions. So, do you feel it's okay for a man that's in a, a, a young woman's, a young lady's life, for him to show emotions? Hell, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Tell me why. I don't know. I felt like I had to... <laughs> no, no, no. I'm only saying tell me why because you know men have the stigma of don't show your feelings, don't show nah, your emotions, I think that, all this other stuff. Because I think that's whack. I think, for one, I think women should know how we feel. We, we don't we don't share feelings enough. I'm not saying you crying at everything or yelling at everything, right. but, you know, men are still human. I think women need to know that, you know, what they do do affect us. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, what my daughters do do affect me emotionally. Right, right. And they should know that. And I mean, I'm more so on... I mean to cut you off, but I'm, uh-huh. I'm more so on emotional of... Uh, like feelings, like emotional, not mad. Yeah. Um, something okay. that may be hurt or something that's, that is emotional, something that you may actually be going through and got nothing to do with the kids, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, just like, I got you. Just I, showing your emotions around, around your, your, you know what I'm saying, your girls, period. I think so because honestly, um, what my counselor told me, he says you cannot have intimacy without vulnerability. And so if, so if a man can't be vulnerable or, you know, around his, you know, well, if, a, if, a, if a woman is, if, a, if your young ladies are going, let me, let me try to figure out how to word it. Mm-hmm. So if you're not showing vulnerability or showing them that's okay for a man to be vulnerable, then they're gonna be they're gonna think it's not a real man. Right. So they end up with this dude who can't show his emotions. So there's there's a lack of vulnerability, which means in turn there's a lack of intimacy. Right. So when you show them that's okay for a man to show their emotions, mm-hmm. then I think it, then it, it kind of gives them a better picture of what the you know what type of man is they should be with. Okay. Because I see women raise a I've seen this before. And it pissed me off because women, a lot of single moms I've seen, raise their boys and they feel like you're a punk if you cry, you're a punk if you share your feelings. And I saw this lady cussing her son out, mm-hmm. like just about crying. Stop that crazy! He's like two years old, she's yelling at me and she's cussing. That's that fuck boy shit. That's what she's saying to him. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Like, like this dude is two. Yeah. So he's gonna be raised to feel like he can't show emotion. People who can't right. show emotion, they nut the hell up. Or, they do. Uh, they, they, they nut they up. Blow, they eventually blow yeah. up. So, but to answer your question, um. Yeah, I think it's okay. I think they should show them. Um, cause again, I think a man should be able to show his emotions regardless. Right. So I think I want my girls to be the guy who can show his feelings good or not good or bad. But like, if something they do touch him a lot, mm-hmm. he should be able to show it. Right. It's not wrong with a man crying. It's not wrong right. with a man crying because he's hurt. Men are human. Right. Right. You know, I don't do it. Right. Know, I'm a man. I'm a real man. I don't cry for nothing. Yeah, that's crazy. But nah, but that's that's how it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I, I definitely think so. Yeah. yeah. You another question? No, I, I was I was I was thinking of one, but I just wanna yeah. um I mean men's I had to pull a question out. Men's men's what say men's roles in young ladies' roles lives. Roles in young ladies' lives. Um to show them, like you said, what Steph said, what a real man is, to show them what to look for mm-hmm. um out here in these streets, out here in this world. Mm-hmm. In corporate America, uh when it comes to other men, um, definitely show them the ropes on how men play games. Yeah. Um, you know what I'm saying? 
show them an enormous amount of love. You know, mm -hmm. I, I feel like uh, always starting off loving and uh, remaining that way for a long, long period of time. So when you got a reprimand, um, even when you're doing that, that in love, they still see it's coming from a loving place, mm -hmm. especially if it's a blended situation where <clears throat> the yeah. daughter's not your biological yeah. daughter. You know you're what I'm right. saying? So it's like, uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm actually thinking about uh, a certain... Uh, a certain daughter. She's not even really my daughter, um, but it's it's just the it's just the place that she's been in because her father stays right around the corner. He's he he's not her life. Mm. They in a, they live in a small town, and she'll yeah. see him in stores and whatnot, and he just act like she don't exist. Wow. She's nineteen years old. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So because of that, she has a lot of you know what I'm saying she, she abandonment. She you know, abandonment. Yeah, yeah, that issue. So it's like um I I run into a lot. All my offspring kids come from some type of similar situation where pretty much 90% of all my offspring kids, their fathers wasn't there, which is why they're, I'm in their life right now. You so, said offspring. Offspring mean your kids. You mean like the ones that's not biologically yours? Yeah, not biologically Okay. Yours. Yeah, offspring, okay. yeah. Like the ones I did not conceive. You know what I'm saying? Well, offspring is, that's what it means. Offspring is. Non-offspring. Yeah, non-offspring. Okay. Non-offspring. My bad. My bad, people. You I just wanted some clarity. Okay, yeah, but cool. yeah, because folks would have been hit me up to my name. You said offspring, so yeah. you want to tell us something? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that, that's what I mean. But all the kids that I did not conceive, and I, it's, a, it's a lot of them that's there, boys and girls, um, the girls all deal with uh, dad hurt, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, dad hurt, so it's kind of like I try the best to be there to fill that gap. So showing them what a real man looks like, um, showing them uh, that not you're not you're not not a real man if you don't serve God and don't love God. But I now, but however, I do I do tell them this is what a spiritual man that is trying to be like Christ looks like. Mm. That's a good man. You know what I'm saying you can find a good man that 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 don't believe in Christ. That don't mean he ain't, he ain't no good man. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Don't mean that at all. He can still be a real real good mm -hmm. man. He may really be good for you. You know what I'm saying? But this is I can only show you what I come from. Mm -hmm. what what my what my father come from and everything else so mm -hmm. showing them you know to me it's it's major because it's just like so many fathers that's not there which is the reason why me and you got so many kids we ain't conceived right? you know, know what i'm right? saying it's like we picking up a lot of the slack yeah, yeah. not offspring we yeah. picking up the slack from a lot of a lot of them that was there so i think it's it's the sad part is that there's a lot of fathers that's just not there Mm -hmm. So a lot of fathers are just not there. This is beautiful. Okay, so talking to the same 19-year-old girl I'm talking about, I was talking to her mother today, mm -hmm. and I had to ask her mother a question. She was telling me about something she's going through, and I asked her a question. The question was simple. Mm -hmm. I know you've experienced a good man, but have you ever been in a relationship with a good man? The mom, yes, the mom now? The mom now. Okay. You telling me about the door, everything she been through and all that. So I'm like, so if you've never been in a relationship with a good man, how does your how 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 do how does your daughter even know what a good man looks like? Mm, you know yeah. what I'm saying? You follow and then when it comes to you, um well she did say she did say she wasn't very sure what what one person, you know what I'm saying? That was a good so she 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 knows what it what it's like, mm -hmm. but her daughter. Has never you you may have seen a, a good man, but you've never seen your mom with a good man. 
Gotcha. You know yeah, what I'm saying? You can see that dynamic. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So it's a it's it's a lot. It's a lot. Especially when a man I'm re- I guess I'm speaking from a place of kids I didn't conceive and then when you come into a child's life, preferably a a, a girl's life as a father figure, whether you whether you want to or not, they you're looked at like that or you look or or it's like I don't want you to be that to the child. Mm-hmm. The child is either yearning for that Ain't studding that or don't want you to be that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But they, and it, and it, a lot of times it's going from past experiences. Mm-hmm. Seeing their parents go through bad relationships and it's just like, ain't no men good. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, so I mean, the, the responsibilities is there. They hard. They hard on us. Yeah. At the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it's like hard work for real. Mm-hmm. But that's all I got. Yeah. I agree. I mean, so to sum it up, I think, Man's role in a young lady's life is to be a physical, present representation of what a good man is, mm-hmm. and that's in every sense like a protective provider. And if you know, depends on and show her to set the standard for who she's gonna, the type of man she's gonna allow to date her. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and I just give an example for me. Like I, I take my daughters out on a date once a year. I take them out. Individually, you know, throughout the year, but mm-hmm. I take all of them out on one date, and I call it a daddy and daughter date. And I take my girls out, we go out to eat, mm-hmm. we go, we dress up, we go out to eat. They all get a flower for me, and we go to the movies after. Mm-hmm. And the whole thing that started off was just me wanting to show them how they're supposed to be treated. That's right. me trying to set a standard for like, yo, if he if he don't treat you like this, right. bypass, right, exactly. bypass, exactly. And some of them, some of them are stuck to, some of them not so much, but I still do it every year to show them again. So that's what I mean by physical representation. If you're yeah. dating their mom, treat their mom like the queen that she is, right. and that because kids, you know, the kids watch more of what you say than what you. I mean, what you do more than what you say. Exactly. So if you're saying yes, yeah, what you mean, and you're not showing them that, you got to show them being yeah. physical, physical present representation. Right. Right. And that's all I got. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And that's it. That's 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 it. That covers our uh, our our coffee cup topics. Uh, yes. Oh, I like segment. that coffee yeah. coffee cup crosstalk topics. Yes, sir. So there we go. We Man. should call it a coffee cup coffee cup crosstalk topics. That's 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 a tongue twister. Yeah, I'm gonna call it coffee top top. Uh, coffee cup. Yeah, I see. See, you yeah, still yeah, tripping. Right? Still yeah. a tongue twister. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, thank y'all so much for listening. Like, listen, if y'all, you know what. Shouts to those who sh- came to the, came to our aid when we was like, hey, what topics do y'all want us to yeah, discuss? Yeah, and, so you, thank and y'all you know what, matter, matter personally fact, for me, this was some great topics. Let me, can I can I go ahead and shout them out? You know what I'm saying? You're good. Well, well, is this a shout out time? No, no. Let me shout out with a shout out time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? with a shout out time. Though, you know what I'm saying? I got you. <laughs> no, I was gonna go to my home. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, things you agree, you agree on and don't agree, if you want to talk to us about anything, crosstalkpodcast at gmail.com. Tell your friends, families, neighbors, co-workers, lovers, friends, past lovers, friends about Crosstalk Radio. We're on iHeart. We're on iTunes. We're on every every single podcast media that exists. We're on it. Um, so make sure y'all check us out. Spread the word. Tell people about us. Thank you for those who do. Thank you for our future listeners. Thank you for everything y'all, y'all are going to do. Mm-hmm. I'm just excited to be here. Um, I know we have a great show. I know we have a lot of time. We, we've, this is like our 117th, 110-something wow. episode. It's an amazing show. If, if this is your first time tuning in, I, I strongly, strongly encourage you to go back and scroll through the topic. We got topics for everything. Relationships, depression. We really do. Spiritual questions. Religious questions. Historical questions. Like we, we, we go in. 
I'm proud of the show. This is like, I think we're five, five or six years in this. I'm losing track of how many times. 17, 2017, 2018, 2019, 2020. Oh, we five years. Yeah, five years. Because we actually did want to show. We was like, five years. And we actually wow. on the show. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. And now we even forgot. That's what I said. I love years. it. I remember we starting to do, getting everything together. The logos. Anyway, moving right. on. Thank y'all for tuning in. I'm going to put you. You want to start the shout outs this time? All right. Yeah, man. I want to go Let's ahead and go. give a shout out, man, to my boy, Big Nate, man. Asia Jones. Jackie. My brother Rondell, Leon, my girl Patina, Deborah, and Donna, man. I appreciate all of the, uh, the topics y'all sent to me, man. I, if, I got, if I forgot you, I'm going to get you on the next shout out because you just hit me with some questions, with some topics. But I appreciate all that because we're going to be running y'all topics for the next couple of shows. Yes, absolutely. We got we got a lot of We're actually going to do our first series on here on, on a couple of those topics, I guess. So oh, shout out cool. for that. Uh, shout out to our, our cross talkers, Brenda, Tamla, Brandy, Eric, November, Alicia, Cristal. Oh, 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 oh. Shout out to Frankfurt, Germany, tuned in last time. Yeah. Atlanta, Georgia's in the building. Riverdale, Georgia. Baltimore, Maryland. Ashburn, Virginia. Monroe, North Carolina. Morrow, Georgia. Orange Beach, Alabama. Thank y'all for tuning in. I'm Steph Swig. I'm Big Pun. Cross Talk Radio. Peace. <laughs>
wanna be like you Look, I reflect back on my life like looking in the mirror Chopped it up with the Lord, and now I'm seeing clearer You told me don't get weary in my well-doing And all that bad company, good character will ruin Yeah, so I surround myself around those People of similar passion, similar goals Yeah, so I can get where I gotta go God made the code, I switch my life up like an audible Man I treasure that like a pot of gold Whatever Satan stole, I get it back when underfold Yeah, I'm talking blessings on top of them blessings I'm never stressing, I'm reading this word and learning my lessons And no, I ain't a straight A student But I get there one day, so don't do it Shout out my haters and my so-called friends Who stabbed me in my back when I was down Yup, I make amends yeah, I no longer hold it against you I'm even more on point now, yeah, sharper than against you See, I don't hate my haters, I celebrate you Cause I wanna be more like him, or nothing like you It's real